Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the Kayfabe Report here on the Light Blue Podcasting Network. Uh, it, this week it's just going to be me. Uh, I will be talking about the stock earnings this week. Uh, they had a call earlier this week, and that was a very interesting call to hear from Vince McMahon. Um, how they have possibly found a new SummerSlam location. That'd be interesting to find out. And a certain superstar battling with depression. Uh, somebody you probably would never have thought. All that more uh, here on the podcast. It's just going to be me this week, so here's the intro. Thank you for listening to the Three Count Wrestling Podcast, a podcast made by fans for fans. Join me, the Professor Cody Wilson, and stunning Steve Krosniak for news, general topic discussions, predictions, and reviews here on the Light Blue Podcast Network. And now, here's me. Thanks, me, for that awesome intro. So, yeah, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, um, here's going to be me this week. Steve is out uh, sick. It's going to be just just me spitting ideas here. Um, we're going to do the three news stories. Uh, this week we did promise uh, a new redoing angle. Uh, we were going to redo the Billy and Chuck storyline, but instead of it being Billy and Chuck, it was going to be the Dudley Boys, with Spike being Rico. So yeah, we'll have that to look forward to next week. So this week we're going to talk about Pat McAfee. Yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be a good main event uh, talking point. So, without further ado, we're going to start with the news. Uh, the top three stories of the news, the news stories this week, and... We're going to go with, first, how WWE possibly might have found a new SummerSlam venue. Uh, apparently, it was reported a few days ago that WWE was in search of a new venue for their SummerSlam pay-per-view after they confirmed that the event would no longer be taking place in Boston due to COVID. Uh, late, earlier this week, WrestleVotes put out a tweet claiming that WWE was particularly aiming at an outdoor venue in a state in the Northeast. With word that being no one would be interested at this time. However, WrestleVotes gave an update today by writing Never Say Never and sharing the original report. Whether this means that WWE has finalized a deal or is still in negotiations with a possible venue remains to be seen. So pretty much what they're saying here is, is uh, yeah, SummerSlam could still be held live. It'd be interesting, that's for sure. Uh, somewhere in the Northeast, I know Cuomo here in New York would not, uh, probably allow that. That's been an ongoing situation. Um, I don't see PA doing it. I don't see Connecticut doing it. I don't, they're pretty much good. Sorry. They're pretty much, uh, pretty much good and golden right there in Florida. They might be able to pull something there, but that'd be about it. Um, yeah, I mean, would I, would I love to see a new 
uh, a different setting than the performance center for like the last four months, yeah, definitely. That would be amazing. But I don't see that happening anytime soon due to COVID and everybody's uh, lack thereof of just wanting to get everything back open and running. It, it's a whole different conversation with me about the COVID thing, so we'll just move on from there. Um, so somebody recently is battling with depression and it's Peyton Royce, uh, of all, all people, you know, you wouldn't think somebody like that would be battling with depression, but, um, she took to Instagram to share a photo she took from a year ago and used it to battle, to detail her battle with depression. Here's what she had to say from her Instagram post. This photo was taken about a year ago. I was so excited because I was a few weeks away from getting married. I was half of the women's tag team champions. Everything seemed to be incredible from the outside, but inside I was dealing with the lowest low I've ever experienced. My mental health was suffering more than I had ever dealt with, and I felt like I could not get myself together. I felt like I was letting so many people down, including myself, and I couldn't just pick myself up. I look at this photo and see someone faking confidence on her face because she knew the rest could be edited. The girl in this photo is a stranger to me now. Thank God. She pops her head in every now and then to see if she can bring me back down, but I do my best to politely ask her to off. (laughs) Which is probably the most PG way of saying, you know, don't get depressed. Everyone is going through something. Be kind and know that everyone is dealing with whatever it is the best they can. The more love, support, and kindness we can show each other might help someone feel less alone. Even if they seem happy and confident like they've got it all together. They could be a fantastic fibber. So, yeah, that's those are great words to hear from Peyton Royce. Um, I had no idea she had battled depression. I didn't know she has a, a depression problem. And it's good to know that there are, you know, wrestlers out there like her, you know, entertainers, exactly, to share their problems with mental depression. And for her to say, you know, I politely tell that part of me to just stay away. It's a good thing to see that, uh, you know, she wants to help raise awareness for depression and that people even like her who are you know uh, a public figure and a champion at the time and she was gonna she was about to get married something that should be like the happiest day of your life as a woman um she just had depression and you know i'm glad she got over it i'm glad that everything could be uh figured out for her and i'm glad that she can wear help raise awareness for it that it's something that needs to be raised aware like every day and everybody needs help fixing it. And last but not least, we will be talking about the financial call that happened earlier this week. So I will try to summarize it the best I can with everything going on here. With after WrestleMania happened, uh, the WrestleMania week viewership it broke records. It was nearly a billion video views across 
digital and social platforms, which was up 20% up from last year. Um, they also mentioned that they launched the free version of the network, which is pretty much designed to help further engage and convert viewers to subscribers while protecting the value of their premium content, among other objectives. He touted that a 6% increase in paid subscribers and they have uh, hired a new chief financial officer named Krista Salen. So good for her on the on the raise and the promotion. Yeah, it's just uh, they talk about the ratings, how the ratings are down nineteen percent and fifteen percent, uh, prospectively due to COVID. And NXT and Raw were still the first and third highest rated shows on the USA Network. Now, okay. For that to be the case, you also have to put it in this way that the USA Network is pretty much Psych, Law and Order, uh, NCIS, and a few other original shows. Uh, they, yeah, okay, fine. They're the highest rated shows on USA. You're still only putting at a million plus on Raw, and you're just under a million with NXT. If you can say that those are your top two highest rated shows on your network, while Fox News is kicking your ass on a daily basis, yeah, there's a problem. Um, they touted their success on their gaming portfolio and their, the reality TV projects they have coming up. Um, I guess season six of Total Bellas will be coming out this fall. Um, they touted really hard about their licensing deals. Um, I guess they're now having a, a new special replica belt for The Rock and Triple H. They're, they are still working on a transformative deal for the network. But there's no time frame due to the coronavirus. So, yeah, they the coronavirus has impacted their business hard. They've had 76 fewer less fewer live events in the quarter due to COVID. They plan to return to live events touring as soon as they are safe and are able to. And the impact of COVID on this business is still remains uncertain. So, after all that, that was just them, you know, saying, hey, we did everything, here's what you guys need to know, then it went to the questions, and this was the f- this was the first one, and it really caught my eye, because I listened to it. Um, the first caller asked Vince about the declining ratings, and what strategy WWE has to turn them around for the near and long term. Um, he flat out says, this is Vince, by the way, pronouns pal, um... He flat out says that the audience is needed. The audience is needed in the WWE more than any other sport. It is a part of the program, and audience interaction is always a plus. It goes back to the origins of this genre, and the audience is integral 
to the WWE's success in TV ratings because of interaction or lack thereof. Vince does think that they can have better characters, more compelling storylines, new characters, and more content that's not necessarily in-ring, but focuses on the personalities and the stories of the talent outside the ring. Okay. Good. That's good. I, I, that's a business answer, though. That's the problem. That is a businessman answer, and it's not exactly what's going to happen. Vince is so goddamn out of touch, it's not funny. It's not funny anymore, guys. We, we have to really sit down and think what's wrong with the company. We, we don't think it's the, the wrestlers themselves. They've been putting out matches like crazy for themselves. It, I don't know. Between this and Royal Rumble, like COVID and Royal Rumble, I feel like WWE was going to go downhill fast. Like, this feels to me as 95 diesel run WWF. Unfortunately, and I love Drew McIntyre. He is a great talent. Love them in Impact, love them in Ring of Honor, or love them in... uh WCPW, but the problem is, is that without an audience there to judge it, it just, it just feels like it's running on diesel power again. Um, the cost cutting, that saved their ass this year, this, this quarter, was all the cost cutting that they did from going live events to the performance center it was short term savings that now turned into long term savings they are trying to invest all the money that they've now saved into content for the network which again doesn't make any sense when they're you know going to sell the licensing for the network or and all the content um, somebody asked a stupid question about returning the Saudi for some reason, even though they know COVID is not going to allow that to happen. Um, they will be adding advertising to the free version of the network, which, you know, good for them. Honestly, if they can install that and then be able to install the advertising for the paid version of the network it would honestly it would help them it would help them tremendously and then you could probably put raw and smackdown live on the network on top of doing it on usa and fox it i don't know i would love to see it honestly they don't have any details per, per se for the initial results but they said that the results are very very promising for the free version so they're gonna sample pretty much the free version is to sample the content and then hopefully pretty much encourages them to buy the network itself which is fine somebody asked why they fired Paul Hammer from the executive director job um, there was no straight answer on that. And I was just like, really? They, 
He, why they fired him makes no sense. They have no reasoning for it. But they said that he did a great job in terms of creativity for new characters. Then why did you let him go? What was the problem with Paul Heyman to the fact that you guys just let him go and didn't let him do anything? Why? Um, somebody thinks, like, somebody asked if Triple H should come up and help Ron SmackDown due to NXT success. Uh, that's gonna happen sooner rather than later. I can almost guarantee it. As soon as, tri- as soon as Vince kicks the bucket, Triple H is gonna be in charge of the creative. Stephanie doesn't want to be in part of the creative. Shane wants to do his own thing. Let him do his own thing. He's been the black sheep of the family for years. <sighs> it It is what it is, I guess. And then the very end of the call, Vince was asked about the ratings once again, and if it would take months or years to turn things around to get some viewers back. He says he would like to think it takes months to turn around, as the key here is not being in front of an audience. He stresses again, though, how important the fans were, calling them almost like the third person in the ring. It was also noted in the last part of this that they are constantly looking into alternatives when it comes to filming locations in the COVID era. Regarding the return to live events, Riddick said they would take a phased approach to touring again. He said that's what they are hearing from city officials and venue officials, that there will be a phased return to live events and that it will not be what it was like pre-coronavirus. So, that's kind of upsetting. That's kind of upsetting that it will not, to them, it will not get back to the way it was. And they need, they need something big to, you know, ugh. it is what it is, I guess, but it's just, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but with that, we will be heading into the main event part of the podcast, um, I'm going to be talking about Pat McAfee and the whole issue with Adam Cole and that how Triple H apologized for it and that how people think it was a shoot and people thought it was a work and what my take on it all was. You guys are going to enjoy me going into Pat McAfee, honestly. But before we do, we're going to hear an ad from our sponsor. It is Anchor. Today's podcast is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. Who doesn't want to who doesn't want to do stuff for free? The creation tools uh, that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. How simple is that? Can't do anything better than that. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means you can have zero listeners and still be able to try to make money. That is so cool. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app right now or go to anchor.fm to get started. And now, back to the podcast. .fm
Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Um, yeah, so in the last couple weeks, we've seen some weird stuff go on with Adam Cole. Don't know what the heck's going on, but, uh, so Pat McAfee had Adam Cole on his show. Now, from my understanding, there has been a long line, or a long history of... Adam Cole and Pat McAfee on Twitter. They have Twitter beef. That's fine. Leave it where it is. So Adam Cole, being the professional that he is, goes on the Pat McAfee show. And Pat is just pushing everybody's buttons. Just pushing all the buttons that he wants to push and be like, well, hey, you're six foot, you know, you're a small dude, you know, the putting you surrounded by guys who are talented and help you win matches. And, you know, that right there set me off. Because, A, the Undisputed Era, and I track this, never really helped Adam Cole win a match. Did they interfere? Yes. But was the interference thwarted? Most of the time, if not all of the time, yes. Adam Cole has pretty much been on a singles run without the Undisputed Era helping him. Because if if they helped, if they interfered in the match and they helped him, yes, it's interference by Undisputed Era. But if Undisputed Era comes down, gets thwarted, and the guy that thwarted them still loses to Adam Cole, Adam Cole beat them fair and square. So for Pat McAfee to go and say, hey, you know what? It, it's a smart business decision to surround yourself with other guys like you to, you know, keep the title around you. It's just a smart businessman. And then Cole goes, okay, well, you have a Super Bowl ring or you, you know, you've got all this because you've had guys around you and you all you did was kick a ball down the field. And Pat's like, well, you know, it was, it's, honestly, it was just me and a ball. And I'm like, okay, wait a minute. So you're trying to compare Adam Cole's, you know, 20, 30 minute matches that he puts in every day, all day, you know, seven days a week, 24 hours a day. And you're going to compare that to you being on the field, the total of, you were on the field for what? maybe a grand total of 24 hours if not less if you actually took the time like the the amount of time pat mcafee has been on the field from game clock to game clock it's probably less than 24 hours you can uh you can definitely totally figure that out. It's not hard. You know what? I'm actually going to look it up right now. So, he was on the team from 2009 to 2016 is when he stopped playing. You know, for a punter, that makes sense. It, that's about, what, almost ten, eight, that's eight years, give or take. 
you're you're on the field not that long. Seven years. I'm sorry. It's seven years. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah, seven years. So he is. He has one. <laughs> wow. He actually has passing. He's he's got like zero whatever. He just it's irritating. But he didn't he he punted a whole 27,000 yards. And it's just, I don't understand why he thinks he has the wherewithal or the knowledge to say, hey, you know what? I don't care. I think, you know, it, it's, it's a difference between me and a, and a ball and then you and surrounding yourself with gentlemen to help you keep the belt on you. I'm sorry. What? You you were the seventh round draft pick to the Indianapolis Colts in the 2009 draft. Good for you. You went to West Virginia College. Whoop-dee-doo. No one... No one actually cares about punters. And him saying that he got... uh, (laughs) That he got, you know, punter of the decade? Okay. Being being awarded punter of the decade is like winning at the Special Olympics. Everybody wins. No matter who you are. I just he is he is a pompous ass is what he is, honestly. He's had four punts blocked in his career. Good for him. He's been the two Pro Bowls. He is just it it is just amazing. Just just looking at his stats here. He he is just so like nobody cares. Your your punting yards is seventy third in the league. Good for you that you can punt the ball halfway down the field on average. That's average. He's 84th in the league for career punts. You know, trying to tell yourself that you were good as a punter? Yeah. 
Adam Cole would eat your ass, dude. He he would beat you down so hard. It's not even funny. But it now let's go to the people who were like, "Oh, it's a shoot. Oh, it's a work. Oh, this. Oh, that." Okay. Um. Here's my problem with that. And it's a big problem. Everything. Everything is done on purpose. Whether you're shooting from the hip. Or if it's all staged. It's all done on purpose. It's all done to get a reaction out of us as fans. And if you watch this and you couldn't see that this was a work from a mile away, and then especially after this week on NXT when they showed it. So obviously they're going to plan something with Pat McAfee. I don't want to see a match with Pat McAfee. I don't even want to see an altercation with Pat McAfee. He does not look like a professional wrestler. You know what? Let him just let him talk. That's fine. That's his strong point. That's his, that's his, that is the strongest point this man can do is that he can talk a good game and not back up a single check his ass can cash. To everyone who thought it was a shoot, you got played. Hard. Hard. Especially because of the fact that next, the week after that Triple H came and apologized. Told Pat McAfee that he was an asshole. Not necessarily those words, but he's like, you know, you're you. And you kind of should have expected a reaction from Adam Cole, because he's him. But he apologized on behalf of Adam Cole. So, okay, cool. That's... Now it's pretty much dead in the water. You should have just let it simmered. if, If they wanted them to get some ratings out of this, they should have let it simmered. My opinion. <sighs> My God. So now we're always going to be in that. Oh, is it a work shoot promo? Is it a? Sh- is it? It's the first ever double shoot work double shot worked again promo. Like you know, guys, just we need to stop dissecting everything. Plain and simple. I don't dissect the matches. I don't dissect the... I dissect actual news stories that are deemable of news, like Peyton Royce battling depression. Like SummerSlam actually might have a venue. Good! Like the financial reports, because it might explain why some things happened. But I will, I will try my best to never get into a character debate with someone. Now, I've learned my lesson. I will try my best to not try to degrade an angle. I mean, let me rephrase that. I don't want to de, I don't want to try to debunk an angle or something or explain why this, this, that, and the other happened. It, it's all entertainment. We all need to just be like, look. Let's see what happens from here. Not, oh, it was, it was definitely a shoot. Adam Cole's so pissed at Pat McAfee. You just look at their Twitter history. 
Look at Donald Trump's Twitter history. That's all I need to say about that. You you can't go off. They could be best friends in real life. You'll never know. So let's just take the characters on a ride for what they're worth. Everybody just needs to chill out, watch wrestling for wrestling, and not look at it through rose-colored glasses. It'll never be the Attitude Era again. This definitely ain't the PG Era, because it's a little bit better than the PG Era, my opinion. This ain't the Golden Era, where it was all characters. It's a mixture of both Attitude uh golden era and the pg era you know it's a mixture of all of them because they're trying to do different things within the realm of being family entertainment they're trying to broaden their scope and all the more power to them because when my kids are older i hope that i can take them to an event i want them to i want them to love it for the reason i love it is that it's it's entertaining you, you get invested in these characters so much that you, you want to see things go through. And before I leave for the, for the night of the podcast, I want to go into the Alexa Bliss thing. The Fiend attacked Alexa Bliss. If any one of you stupid Dumbass. I. WC. Social justice. Motherfuckers. Want to say that Alexa Bliss should never have been attacked. By the fiend. You then go right to Paramount Studios and MGM and. Every other studio who's ever made a horror film yes this is wrestling and men shouldn't touch women but there's a problem with that the fiend is not a man the fiend is not a being the fiend is the fiend he's like jason he's like freddy he's like chucky he's like hell rising he's like Pinhead, he's like, you know, any normal horror villain. He attacked the damsel in distress to hopefully bring out the hero, which in this case is Braun Strowman. I love what they're doing with this storyline because it brings back an old horror genre. But for you idiots to make a petition to say that Alexa Bliss should not have been attacked... Go fuck yourself. Every one of you stupid Karen wrestling fans need to get off the community and go do something else. Because if you're not here, if you're not going to watch wrestling for just the enjoyment of wrestling, but to criticize it and to hate it and to do everything you want, to it instead of just enjoying it like you should like every other TV show then stop watching it it's all you Karens 
and all all you hypocritical fans that make it less enjoyable for others the casual fan doesn't want to come in and say oh hey i like wrestling because then you go like well see the undertaker did this and that and it shouldn't have happened because of this and that and cm punk is one of the best because of the pipe bomb and just look calm her down i'm done i'm stopping the fights if somebody says something stupid, I walk away. I look away from it. I scroll past it on Facebook. Oh, you know wrestling's fake. Yes, yeah, so are movies. Do you honestly think Captain America's real? Do you honestly think Spider-Man's real? you think Superman's going to come down from the Raptors anytime now? No. It's all fake. All entertainment is fake. Because it's supposed to be entertainment not real well guys that was my opinion on the whole pat mcafee thing on a couple other issues that have been really needed to getting off my chest because of all this crap but uh yeah so next week we will definitely be doing the redoing of the billy and chuck angle it's going to be the Dudley Boys instead with Spike as Rico. Uh, next week we'll also be talking about other news stories. Hopefully something's a little bit better than this. And for that, that was me. My opinion. It is what it is. I hope you all stay safe. Hope you all have a good week. You know, I wish nothing but the best for everybody. See you next week. Thank you for 